Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome everyone to the 312th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza did a big thing this week. I went to the dentist for the first time. First time in your life or first time in a long time? First time in my life. Uh, <laughs> super first time in my life. Uh, I've never been to the dentist before. No. Um, I haven't gone to the dentist since I used to live with Earl downtown. Okay, so we're talking like some sometime in like the early 2010s then, right? Yeah, that seems about safe. Yeah, we graduated college 2011. You lived with Earl for about like three, three, four years? Uh, I believe so. All right. So, yeah, yeah. We'll say it mid, early to mid-2010s is the last time you've been. So it's been a minute. And I thought it would yeah. be a long time for me. I, I I hadn't been like in a year and a half. I felt ashamed saying that uh, uh, last month when I went. <laughs> how, I how, about that. how did it go? Um. So the reason why I went to the dentist was because I wanted to basically start the process for getting my wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, um, wow. I also, f- yeah. Are they so bothering you? My wisdom. So I have, they are bothering me. The one at my bottom left is bothering me more than the other ones are. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, they are bothering me. Um, and I need to, f- I felt like I needed to get them taken out sooner rather than like wait for it to really present itself as an issue right and then get them taken out right that makes sense yeah uh and so i went to go get a cleaning i went to the same dentist that uh carolyn uses she sort of referred me she also got a referral bonus uh for for bringing me over she gets like some money off her next bill yeah um and she always raved about you know what you know the good business that they did and so I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot, you know? Uh, they were really, really, really friendly. Um, she also said a big reason why she likes going to them is because uh, they, like, tell you how much everything is going to cost before they do it. Uh, and so, you know, they're like, hey, you know. That's right. Really I told good. them. That's, like, that's super atypical, man. At least as far, yeah. as, I've, as, far as I've ever experienced I told them basically like, you know, it had been forever since I've been to the dentist and, you know, they're, they're, they're nice about it. They're like, oh, you know, um, it could have been worse. Your teeth could have been much, much, much worse, but you need a few fillings like touched up. Uh, They're like, your fillings are a little old. Um, One of them is like chipped a little bit. And so they're like, all right, you know what? Come in in a week. So it wasn't a cavity. It's really just the the, integ- the structural integrity of the filling itself was deteriorating because of the material, effectively, not actually you having a cavity or anything underneath, per se. So, so three um, three cavity slash fillings fit that description. Okay. Um, and one uh, basically said that it had gotten worse to the point where it required uh like there was a cavity that was next 
to the old filling, which they said is very standard, and they have to go in there and get it, like patch that up, because it's it's basically next to the existing filling, but the existing filling is not providing any sort of uh, uh, protection. F- I see. Okay. Yeah. Now the issue is it's really close to the nerve, so uh, they have to get that patched up rather quickly. Uh, and they said that it's because it's really close to the nerve, there is an outside shot that I will need a root canal. Could you explain uh, what a root canal is to me, by any chance? Yeah. So, well, according to them, a root canal is where they basically hollow out the nerve uh, that connects your tooth, and they, uh, I believe, they just insert the same like filling. Uh, uh, material that normally yeah. like caps the tooth and it just, it just solidified on top. So, I see. So it's like it's up. almost like a deeper filling, but yeah, the process is a lot more, I guess, uh, tedious because they're literally going into your nerve rather than just kind of capping off the cavity on the tooth. Correct. Perhaps. I guess. Okay. All right. I, I never knew that. All right. Cool. So... Um, they said there's like about a 10% chance that I'm going to need a root canal. They're like, don't worry, root canals get a, lo- a much worse rap uh, than what they actually are. And I go, you're going to have to tell me why. Like, I feel like you're lying to me here. Um, <laughs> so you say but, that with our hands or in your mouth? You just like, you yeah, right. yeah. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying. Um, but uh, all in all, um, I'm hoping that the uh, the possibility of me getting a root canal is really small, but you know that's sort of another reason why. Like, all right, you know, I should probably take my dental health a little bit more seriously. Uh, maybe not wait five plus years every time to go see the dentist. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. you know, lesson learned. So, when's the appointment for the fillings? Uh, the fillings are Thursday. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's big. I, I mean, you, I, so how how often do you floss? Uh, I try to floss like once a day. Okay, that's really good. Yeah. So like, I feel so. Lena is very particular, and she's very meticulous with cleaning her teeth. Um, she, you know, she's a fairly regular well, flosser. She brushes her teeth not just like twice a day, but sometimes three or four times a day. She brushes brushes for like three to five minutes, and um, so when you know whenever she goes to the to the dentist, they're always you know they're always complimenting her teeth, and are and are and are fairly happy with it. And it seems like for her at least, and for some people, going to the dentist, especially if you're doing it every six months, is kind of just right. a way of you know just ensuring that things are are, are on point. But for the right, most it's part, much less, not, it's much less painful. Yeah, and like so. If you've been fairly meticulous about cleaning your teeth and, you know, just, you know, brushing, flossing, um, you know, not eating junk food all the time, then, yeah, it feels like you probably weren't going to be at, you know, at a major risk of anything actually, you know, crazy. You know, the fact that the fact that there's an outside chance of, of you needing a root canal, that's like they said, it could have been far worse than what it was. So, yeah, that's, could that's, have been far that's, worse. That's, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good to hear. Um. What else? Uh, 
I'm also uh, I'm also getting a mouth guard fitted oh. because I grind my teeth a lot. Dude, me too. But I've never gotten the mouth guard. They've been telling me this for like seven or eight years, maybe longer, and I still haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, they're saying I should do it because in the uh, the X-rays, yeah, they can see micro fractures on my teeth. Oh, like little stress lines on my teeth. Yeah. And so they're like, you should definitely do it. Um, it's only going to get worse. Uh, and I believe them. And so I was like, you know what? Let me let me just address this. And they said not to buy the like store oh, really? version. That's like the one size fits all. The reason for that is you could do more damage to your mouth and like uh, surrounding muscles really um, just because it's not fit properly to your teeth yeah so the reason why mouth. I never did it is because my parents way back when they first told me this this again this goes back it's probably longer than 10 years I may have been in high school when they first told me this that I was grinding my teeth um, they they said that it was going to cost something like $400 to do it and my parents were like what like yeah. they were like this sounds like just a, a rip off like a money making scheme for the dentist and so they never they I, I never did it, and they, they certainly never, like, co-signed on getting it done. And then when I went to my own dentist, finally, however many years later, they they actually mentioned it, too. And they told me the same thing, basically. It was like, you know, 200 some dollars, 300 whatever it was going to be. And I was like, yeah, I'll think about it. And I ended up never doing it. And Lena, I mean, for, you know, about as long as we've been dating forever, whenever they first told me that I needed the mouth guard, She's like, oh, you could, we could we could just get you one like you know an over the counter one, and I've just been lazy, never done it. Um, this newest dentist that I just went to a month or so ago, they didn't mention it actually, but I, I but I should say that when Lane and I got married, and you know especially you know sharing a bed finally, um, at least consistently, she noticed like I had waken her up before with me grinding my teeth. Yeah. Now I she hasn't mentioned that I've done it in a while. Like it's probably been well over two years since it's even been brought up. I should ask her if I've, if she's ever noticed that I've done it because I feel like, like there's been a couple of times where I woke myself up doing it. Like I, I heard it and I woke myself up, but it hasn't happened in a long time. I wonder if, I wonder if I've stopped, but I should still get a mouth guard. I have sure never cause. woken myself up, but I do know that, uh, if I don't like calm myself down as I'm going to bed, I go to bed with my like uh, jaw clenched. Mm. Like it's if you like have an a, active thing that I have to tell myself. I see. Like if you have a tough night at war zone, you're just you're just uh, like basically yeah, white right. knuckle, you're white knuckling it. Your 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 jaws clenched, angry. Just all the way through. Like you get <laughs> it. You get it. You've been there. I've been there. Yeah, that, that's probably what it was. It was probably all those old those long nights of duty, and it may have stopped because I haven't been doing those nights of duty for a while. Well, if that's the case, then you can consider yourself lucky. I consider myself cured. You got to quit, dude. You, <laughs> it's the only way out. Yeah, not not going to be able to do it. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, so, you know, um, I'm also just, I've been doing this in a general sense of like taking my, uh, taking my health yeah. more seriously. So, yeah. you know, uh, last week I also got a physical Oh, nice. Um, You're ahead of me now, then. Yeah, I got a physical. I went to the dentist. Uh, 
with the physical, I had them do a blood test for like the COVID antibody test. Oh, okay. Because if they're already going to be taking blood yeah. out of me, yeah. I was like, hey, just you know, stay in there. Um, <laughs> and they didn't. They said I was negative for that. Ah, uh, boo. Um, right. Yeah, I also had them refer uh, refer me to an ENT. Uh, okay. So that I can get my tinnitus checked out. Oh wow! This year. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know what it's like to not hear anything. You know, there's always like a really I never need consistent, to. long, like a uh, high pitched squeal in my ears. I know we talked about this a long time ago because there was somebody who had like a little like almost like miracle fix on Reddit years ago, and there were a lot of people who yeah. were chiming in talking about, "Oh my god, it actually worked!" And I remember you mentioning it too that you came across that same post and you said how it worked. But I forgot. I, I've honestly forgotten about it. So I was about to say, "Oh, I never knew that you suffered from that." And I was like, "Wait, yes, I do," because you told this story before. Um, I guess I've just kind of forgotten. That sounds terrible. Yeah, like uh, I hear it, and so you know, like the the idea of like a white noise machine is great for me. Yeah. Um, but in instances or places like whenever I go home to sleep, and it's so like quiet. Those are the worst times for me. I see. Yeah. Yeah. You probably get it. You, yeah. you should probably run those like 10 hour YouTube videos with just white noise or something. Or um, we, we have to travel with a noise machine everywhere we go. We have one that plugs into the wall. We also have one that's a battery powered for Gordon just to like keep noise out. It's not, it's not so much of like, uh, it's, it's really just like keeping noise out of his room, you know, especially when he goes to bed early and we're hanging out in the living room. So that, mm-hmm. you know, if we're loud or if the TV's loud or something, hopefully the white noise helps drown it out. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so the ENT, I gotta, I gotta, like, follow up and actually figure out who to go for that. Um, and then I also, uh, I'm going to try and find a therapist this year. Yeah. I know that that's been something that's been pretty important to me. And I'm going to just start like, taking that uh, need a lot more serious or make that need um, much more like important for me to follow up with. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one that I need to do as well. I had generated a, I had gotten a list of um, therapists um, before I came down to Florida, but I never actually reached out to any, which is kind of a shame because I could do any of these meetings virtually. I just never have. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm looking, uh, my uh, primary referred me to this service. I don't know if you have it. It's called Headway. Um, I've heard of it on podcasts, but I've, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so what's nice about Headway, for those that don't know, including myself, until very recently, uh, Headway is a service that helps you find therapists in your network and so i'm hoping that not what well, that's not the only thing it does it's like one of the more compelling things that it does yeah um what it also does is it provides like many different ways for you to search and filter therapists so that it's like are you looking for a male or a female therapist a young or an old therapist is there a specific race you're looking for um is, are you looking to like solve a particular need and so that's all uh it's nice to have a seemingly like interesting uh way to personalize your your search yeah absolutely yeah i got i should probably check that out myself 
Yeah. So, um, I think that's really it. You know, I think I told you about the uh, the ENT, uh, the oral surgeon. I gotta speak to soon about just like, hey, take a look at my teeth. Right. You know, both of my teeth are. Uh, I have three out of four wisdom teeth apparently. Uh, the one in the top uh, left never came in. The one in the top right is underneath the bone still. Uh, but the two on the bottom of my mouth are fully horizontal, oh, wow. present an issue. And uh, one of them's in not only uh, impacted, but slightly erupted. So it's like showing above the gum. I see. And not to get super disgusting about it, but... Uh, because it's super hard for me to clean, I can f- I feel like it's going to start to die. Like literally, the tooth will die on me. Yeah. And so the last thing I need is a rotting tooth in my mouth because right. it's hard to brush, floss, even use mouthwash. And then if I like, I can taste that tooth. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's not this is this isn't good for anybody in mold. Right. Yeah, definitely going to get yeah. that taken care of asap. I had yeah, my exactly. wisdom teeth removed when I was like 15 years old, so I don't. Smart. I don't have your know parents pay for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lena has a few of yeah. her wisdom teeth. Like they're not they're they're not a problem. I can't remember if she has any of hers removed. Uh, but it's weird to me. Like I've looked at them before. I'm like it's it's such it's a, it's such a strange sight to see just an extra tooth back there, just like chilling. Yeah. Causing no problems, like it seems to cause everybody else. Well, they're saying that with human evolution, that it's becoming one of those things that, like, uh, the newer generations might actually evolve out of because we don't have that, like, need to chomp on, like, heavy greens anymore. Yeah. Isn't that what they were originally, like, uh, there for? To help you eat, like, really, really tough plants? I guess so. Like, dude, no one needs plants anymore. (laughs) Um, We're eating Hot Pockets. Right now, unless you can give me teeth that can like bite through frozen food, without the need to heat stuff up, I don't think you're doing anything good for me anymore. <laughs> so that's that's really it. Um, yeah, uh, I've I've decided that you know Thursdays are the day that I I schedule all of my appointments because those are the days that we have decided as a company not to hold meetings. They're called no meeting Thursdays. Okay, cool. Yeah, that works. And so, yeah, so my uh, my filling appointment is on Thursday. Uh, going to get four of them done. Going to get my uh, my mouth guard fitted. I have to, like, they're basically going to do the full fitting. And then I got to come in sometime uh, in a week or so to, like, literally put it on and see how it fits. Right. To, like, tighten make, it up. or Yeah, yeah. Just make sure it's right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's Otherwise, really that's, that's, that's it for me. Okay. Well, what's going on with you? Yeah, so so one, I got a heavy life development, which you do know about. I was wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it on the podcast, but I figured, hey, what the hey, why not? Um, so just coming fresh out of the new year, you know, um, I had just I had uh, worked a full week of work, right? So that was the week of January fourth, uh, the fourth to the eighth, and I typically have meetings on Mondays with my boss with both my bosses and I'd, I'd taken two weeks off before this. So it'd been three weeks up until this point that we had, we actually met. So it had been a bit since I'd spoken to them. Um, but I got an email, like just, I think on like the 30th, the 30th or 31st 
that one of my bosses couldn't make it. They wanted to meet on Thursday instead. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, but as I was going through that week, I was like, something's weird about the way that I, that email was phrased. Like for whatever reason, something was just felt a little strange about it. Um, I can't pull up the email quickly right now to, to like read it to you. I don't think I even want to quote it exactly, but something about it just felt a little off to me. Um, okay. And then I think on like Wednesday, they emailed me saying that they actually had to cancel the meeting on Thursday. We're just going to meet on Monday at our normal meeting time. I was like, all right, fine. Um, Friday comes along and the paper that I had been working on, which was basically like the completion of, of my uh, of one of my projects, that was accepted by the journal that we had submitted it to. So at this point, the only work that we have left is really just kind of like grammatical issues maybe like tightening up the writing yeah. or something like that but very, very yeah exactly just touch up very very little work um so that was friday i was like oh great news um I called my dad because every time i talked to my dad he asked me about the paper if there was any um progress on it because we had submitted it originally i think back in like november and it just took a really long time to actually hear back from the reviewers so monday morning comes uh and i and i open up the meeting and I was told that my job is being eliminated, that my position is being eliminated. Oh yikes! Which uh, sucks. <laughs> which which definitely Absolutely. sucks. Absolutely. Um, and the reason first time for you. Yeah. That you've had this. Yeah, yeah. It's, which is you know first time for me, you know, only a year and a half into my like professional working career. So so fairly early in my in my professional career, the reasoning was it's not it's like they weren't firing me because I wasn't doing good work, but. They're mm -hmm. basically restructuring their lab. So my mm -hmm. bosses are professors, right? They're, they're, they're yep. professors, they do research, and the majority of their lab is actually um, like full-time staff scientists, which I guess is a, what, I, what I would say is probably a bit atypical. Most labs are comprised of, of uh, several graduate students, um, a few postdocs, maybe a couple staff scientists. But for the most part, students and postgraduate students you know not postgraduate like students who finished their phd but are not in a full-time position as like you know in industry or academia they're doing like additional studies which they call a postdoctoral fellowship so they are basically shifting the gears on the lap a little bit to have fewer full-time uh, full-time scientists and have additional students whether they're graduate students or postdocs, I don't know, but that's basically what's happening. And so um, in order to make room, literally literal physical room, as well as, um, I guess, um, financial room, they are letting me and a couple of others go. And I basically have until early February to find um, a, new, a new job. So I just found that out this past Monday. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. I've been you know, working on my CV, um, Spoke to a couple of recruiters, submitted a couple of applications, done a lot of thinking about where I want to be, um, Good. the effect that it's going to have on the family. You know, like, Lane has always said this for years, that wherever we end up is likely going to be dictated by where I decide to work. And, you know, she has a, she has a job. Technically, she can do it remotely. But, for example, like, if I were to say, if I were to say, hey, there's a really good job in California, right? Um, if, and I was like, I really want to take this job. And she said, okay. There's a big, there's a, there's a big if on whether or not her, her company would be okay with her moving and working in a completely different time zone. 
you know, working basically three hours behind. So does she need, would, would they want her to work? Um, you know, she starts work early too. It's so like a lot of days she has like 7.30 a.m. meetings. Yeah. So like would she have to be up at 4.30 a.m. on the West Coast to take these meetings? Or would they try to work with her and try to push these meetings back? She works for a fairly large company. I don't want to say which company, but a lot of her meetings are with people internationally. And so scheduling with people in Europe is already complicated. And so she was on a, if she was three hours further behind, it would be extremely complicated to meet with these people because there are very few hours that would overlap with when she's working with when they're working on their normal business day. So things like that would make such a, uh, a transition a bit difficult. And so I've been trying to think and, and just focus my efforts on the East Coast for now. Um, so that way, even if we were to move away from Delaware, she could at least be in the same time zone and hopefully still in the same region where if she needed to get to the back to this office for whatever reason, she could do it. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of been my week. I've had like a kind of a roller coaster, I guess, of emotions in terms of like... Sure. So like you you you've known this already, but I was um I wasn't actually planning on staying at this specific position for like a ton longer. I was contemplating, I was thinking about looking for new positions this summer, um like new positions to start this summer, and you know whether whether or not that worked out, you know, would was a story for another day or I guess another universe because I didn't get that opportunity to do it. The unfortunate thing about this is that. I have to leave not on my own terms. So it's highly unlikely that I have anything to start immediately after this this specific position ends. So there will be a lapse in paycheck, um, which sucks. And I have no idea how long that's actually going to last. Now, the good thing is that there's definitely demand for what I do. Mm-hmm. But I also know a lot more about what I don't want to do. And so it could, I, I, I don't want to, I need to be a bit picky about what I try to take. I don't want to take something and say, oh, yeah, I think I can do that. Or, yeah, yeah, sure, I, I could do that, but not really feel passionate about it or not feel, like, enthused or, like, I actually can do that in day one because I need to learn a lot, a lot, a lot to actually implement or do that uh, that task. So I just need to do a bit of soul searching still. And I got to be honest with myself as well as my interviewers as I'm looking for a position because I shouldn't feel like I need to – um uh, I shouldn't need to feel like I need to say yes, yes, yes to everything that they ask to say, oh yeah, I can do something if I'm going to find that type of work boring. Because right. I'd, I'd be doing a disservice to myself because six months down the line working at that job, I'd be like, you know what, I'm miserable. I got to get out of here. And um, right. again, that would be terrible, especially if I have to move the whole family and I'm miserable with my job. Yeah. Um you're also so early in the process that you don't have to commit to something like that, like full on quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's also just like something to, just something to remember that, you know, if it, if it was a little bit more dire, you, it might not be, you might not have as many options available to you, but you might not be allowed to be as picky, but it's so early that you're allowed to. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of conversations. Lane and I've talked uh, uh, talked to a lot of friends and, and family about that too. And just there's a lot to consider, and there's so many um, there's so many thoughts that I have. It's a bit difficult to kind of stop myself from having certain thoughts because 
it's like you said, it's so early. It's difficult to to not get ahead of myself. Right. Um, so yeah. Um, other crazy thing, very much off topic from that, happened to me today. Um, so what happened there? Today was Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, right? So. Um, oh no! Granted. Oh no! So I'm I'm already off. No, it's 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 not what you think. <laughs> so I'm I'm already like technically off from work. My projects have have come to a standstill. All I have to do is, like I mentioned, try to finish up that paper in terms of any small requests that are asked of me, but nothing that I actually have to like go out and do myself. The other stuff that I'm going to do is really just kind of like um, summarize some of the, the 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 tools, the scripts that I've written, the the computational programs that I've written to make them available to the other people in the group, so that you know they can use the stuff that I've developed. Um, but otherwise, my job is actually to look for new for a new job. You know, there, my my oh, I, I didn't fully explain this, so let me just go a quick step back. My bosses, like I I did mention that there's restructuring the group, but they're like super open to trying to help me find something, whether it's it's where I where I currently work, just with a different group, or if it's finding something external. So they're they're very um, willing to help me out in that regard. Um, but yeah, for for the time being, my job is to is to search for another job. And today I was off of work, um, and so I decided rather than just looking for more work, submitting more applications, I would uh, take over Gordon duty today from uh, from okay. Grandma, right? So, had a couple options to for what to do. I was going to take him to a nearby park, just take him around. They have like I don't know. I heard like a three mile trail. They have like they have like six full full football fields, according to from what I could see from Google Maps at least. Maybe they're fifty yard football wow. fields, but I see twelve goalposts. <laughs> um, so, um, they also have like this huge running trail. They have a lot of like jungle gyms and and play sets and whatnot. So I was like, oh cool, I'll take Gordon there. Maybe we go for a walk. We can just run around the field for a little bit. He can jump on the jungle gym if they're not a bunch of other kids there. Um, but it got a little bit late in the morning. It was getting too close to his his nap time, and he was already looking pretty sleepy. So I decided instead to take him to the park that's um, in in um, his grandma's neighborhood. And so uh, he and I walked over there, took his lunch with us, and I put him in the swing for a little bit, sent him down the slot a couple of times, which he loves, and then I brought him over to feed him. Actually, he kind of walked me over to feed him. <laughs> so I started feeding him, and then he started acting funny. Like I was trying to get him to sit on my lap, and he like started fussing and squirming and crying a bit. And so I was like, okay, you can stand up. But then he wanted to like um, work his way back up to the bench. So I was like, okay, you can sit next to me. I put him on the bench, and he starts crying again. So then I see him starting to, like, to like kind of like adjust his pants and scratch at his butt a bit. And so I pick him up, and I smell him, and I'm like, oh, like he, he has a poop in there. But like he's like really fussing and wouldn't stop, and I was like, "Is it like diarrhea? Is it burning? What's going on?" He's like crying now at this point. Like it progressed so quickly, and so like sudden, like it was so sudden and unexpected. It was like, "Wait, what's going on?" It was it was scary, and so I immediately put him into the uh, back into his stroller. Um, he loves animal crackers. Animal crackers are like top two foods for him number one's banana yeah, number two's animal too. crackers really yeah <laughs> oh, they're little buddies um so um yeah he he i put the animal crackers in front of him and like this is when i really know something's not right he refused to touch the animal crackers he wasn't eating them and so i'm just like pushing and it's like a 10 minute walk back to the house so i quickly called lane i'm like hey um something's wrong he's still crying she can hear him crying as i'm pushing him 
like something's wrong. I don't know what's going on, but I think he has. I think he's got diarrhea. I think it's burning his butt. Something's going on. I'm on the way back as quickly as I can, um, and so I'm pushing him, and he's still crying. I'm trying to like get him to drink some water a little bit. He wouldn't drink the water. Then he kind of like puts his arms up. So I'm like, okay, let me pick you up. I pick him up, and he finally settles down a bit, but like just a little bit. As I'm pushing the the, the stroller and I'm holding him, every now and again he breaks into a cry. A couple of times he was doing this really bad squirming thing where he was like, you know, damn near about to jump out of my arms. I finally get him back to the house and um, we get him into the bath. And like, you know, like I did, I did mention he did have a poop in there, but I thought it was diarrhea. It was just a normal poop. But his his um, his bottom was really red. Now, I changed him this morning and he'd already pooped early today. I changed him this morning and I don't recall seeing his butt being red like that. Um, he didn't react in any way when I was wiping him in the morning. And so we get him in the bath and like it's it's very it's very clearly irritating him. He's like screaming. It's a really intense cry, very clearly a painful cry. Um so like, you know, and like you you can't touch it. You can't put your you can't like put a washcloth there to try to like clean him up or or rub it or anything. So all I all we did was just try to get a little bit of like soapy water on there just to kind of clean out the bits and whatever. But he's like, you know, still crying. Um, eventually we just like wrap him up in a towel, bring him to the bedroom. And, um, it was like, you know, okay, let's just try to let him sit down. Hopefully let it just like, you know, uh, let it be exposed. Right. Cause we didn't want to like wrap it up and irritate him further as well. And we also want to like heal. Um, cause and, like, we don't understand exactly how it came about. Like I mentioned, I just, you know, earlier in the morning, I changed him it's it's clear like fairly clearly like some some type of diaper rash but i don't know if it was like an allergic reaction to something he ate yesterday or this morning um or if or what else it could have been i mean we're, we're fair we we change his diapers pretty pretty regularly like he's never in a in a wet diaper or or a, a, a poopy diaper for very long at all so it it would be a little surprising if it was um related to that but I can't figure out for the life of me what it was. Um, eventually, he, he settled down. Um, we kept him in our bed and um, just put like a T-shirt over him, put a bunch of like little um, uh, doggy pads on our bed with a towel underneath him. Just if he peed on the bed, hopefully it would, you know, get absorbed by by that. And I just like stayed here, too. I laid down next to him. I, I ended up taking a little bit of a nap, too. Um after uh, like a two-hour nap he woke up and he was feeling much better it was still irritated so if you touched it it burned um but he was able to get into into um into a, a, a set of pull-ups he surprisingly didn't pee during that entire period of <laughs> that entire nap which was shocking to me um and then yeah he's pretty good the rest of the day um he did have another poop after which did hurt him but we were able to give him a bath and clean him up a little bit better than the first time so I think he's better. Um, and he was just, you know, happy to clam the rest of the day. So he's uh, he's sleeping, but I'm still a little nervous about in the morning. Like if he, you know, he, oh, sure. he's a he's a he's generally a morning pooper. <laughs> I'm talking about Gordon's poops on the on the pod, but he's generally a morning pooper. Um, you know, he, he'll poop like first thing in the morning or like, you know, uh, maybe like an hour after waking up. So I think we'll have a pretty clear idea of how it's healed overnight by the morning by the morning if he's like freaking out at uh 6 a.m um 
it's probably because it burns and I'll have to run over there as, soon, as quickly as possible. Um, but if he's like, like this morning, you know, he woke up, he was, you know, nice and cool. He, he had poop this morning, but he was just sitting there talking to himself. He just, we can hear him on the monitor, just like babbling, making, making conversation with himself. So, hmm. um, I'm hoping it's like that, but man, that was, a uh, it was a scary moment. And like for something as simple, something as simple as that, but like, it's a little, it's, it's, it's crazy because it's like, oh, like all, all, all we're trying to do is like, you know, it, it's something that we do five times a day, you know, change his diaper. I don't know how many times we actually change his diaper a day. What? Like every like three, four hours. So yeah, I mean with sleeps roughly like five times, five, six times a day, we change them and something that simple, just like taking a, taking a, a wipe and, and wiping his bottom. That is like, it's like searing pain to him. He's freaking out. Um, it's like wait, what caused this? Why is this happening now? What's going on, dude? So, yeah, that was uh, probably the, I guess, the most scared, potentially the most scared I think Lane and I have been as parents and like, what do we do type of deal. So, yeah. All right, well, keep us posted. Hopefully uh, this time next week it's a lot smaller of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, I hope, I hope by tomorrow, um, at least. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, we'll see though. Um, yeah, yeah. He he. For a while, he couldn't like sit on it. He was sitting on it, you know, later, just fine. He was doing great. So, I I have I have faith that it's it's um it's improving already. Um, uh, but yeah, we'll see mm-hmm. it. We'll see what it looks like, um, next week for sure. All right. All right. Um, while we're talking about this, real quick, I just wanna give a quick shout out to my friends Greg and Steph who uh, welcomed their baby girl into the world oh snap congrats um, yeah uh, I won't say the name uh, but I will just say that uh, big congratulations to them I know they're happy and healthy and uh, we all hope to to meet uh, meet their kid when uh, whenever we can yeah alright cool uh, I think on that note I'm happy to get out of here alright sounds good All right. All right. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much. See you guys next week.